how we always our natural reaction is to say i'm good fine i'm good yeah and like you know and yet (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it is i mean most people don't you don't walk around at the grocery store (laughs) yeah i'm depressed how you doing um depressed how are you (laughs) (laughs) um but we're not at the grocery store we're here we're not. This is definitely not the grocery store. Thank God. Mm-hmm. How are you? Mm, I don't know yet. I done. I just finished my um, a level two. I done. I done. <laughs> I done. Um, I I have just completed a level two Kundalini training, and it was it was about like seventy hours over the last month uh, in one place, and. Um, uh, lots of meditation, like mm-hmm. lots of yoga and meditation. Like yesterday, um, I was, um, I was just like, uh, it makes me, it really makes me evil towards the end of it. I just sit there and I just am like, fuck this practice, fuck this room, like everybody, fuck <laughs> it all. Because, um, Lara was asking me like um, I said it made me feel evil and she asked why and I said because it's, it's like um, it's like a detox it's just like mm-hmm. when you when you detox from from anything mm-hmm. um, all the shit swims up to the surface and yeah. and it's really I mean it's really uncomfortable and I went to bed last night at like probably 10 and I woke up this morning at 9 with I didn't set my alarm and I could have just gone, I could have gone sleeping. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm good. Yesterday afternoon, you know, I just couldn't get out of that room fast enough and it wasn't good. But yeah, I'm, I'm I talked good. to you on the way home. You were pretty funny. What was I saying? Well, just you, just what you were just saying. I mean, no. you, it's, I get it totally. Uh, you get scooped out and everything comes to the top and you know you're just like also it's that's really tiring like really just tiring so it's like when you're overtired and your nerves are all at the surface and yeah Yeah. I mean it's really funny I had um we they put us in small groups because there was about 50 people in the training and I don't know if you know Guru Prem is do you know who he is Mm mm-hmm I do. Um, yeah, he's like Tommy Rosen's teacher, and he's been on a lot of like re- the recovery stuff. And he was in my small group, hmm. um, and it's so funny because I've been to his classes before, and I've seen him talk, and I've liked it. I mean, he's you know, I, I kind of felt not one way or the other about him. I love him so mm-hmm. much. Getting really, <laughs> yeah, he's super cool. Um, oh, that's awesome. Funny man, and um, just how old is I'm, he? My guess is he's about 50, like 55, 60. I don't know. Who knows? Um, it's hard to tell because all of them that have been there in the in the Kundalini world for a while have white beards and white turbans. You, right. You can't. I don't know. 
Like kind of this ageless <laughs> quality that could right. be anywhere between 50 and 90. Right. Um, yeah, it is. It's like at age 50, they stop aging. Um, but um, anyway, so I went up to him at the end and I was just like, I like you. Like, I like you. I just wanted to tell you that. And he was like, oh, Aww. thank you, Holly. I like you too. And it was just, I don't know. It was really special. Like, it was just, it was funny because I wasn't even sure if it was really him. I was like, are you that good of prem? Because there's a lot of good prems. <laughs> He's like, I'm not good to prem. Um, but and my group, um, what's up, Julie and Nikki? They listen to the podcast. Um, my small group had two women in it that were sober that listened to the podcast. Um, That's isn't that world, the world is small? And Azita was in this training too. Azita from a pr- couple previous episodes ago, who's my therapist, and her husband was in it too, who's my videographer. And I mean, there's, uh, it wasn't like the hugest training. There's only 50 people in this thing. Um, so, you know, the world is small and beautiful. Yeah, I love um, that. Yeah, truly, truly. But let's get back to you. It's so you're depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm no, about, I mean, I I'm about as much talking. emotion as. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about you. You're depressed. Yeah. Yeah. That's Depression? going on. Tell me about it. <laughs> no, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I. Um, so I, I'm also extremely jet lagged. Today is the closest I feel to being hungover that I felt in a really long time. And it's funny cause it's like a Monday, like a day that I would usually be hung over from the weekend. And I have Ugh. that, like my, my skin has that quality, like that feeling and I'm puffy. Are you and, dry? Um, Do you feel dry? I, I'm so dry, mm-hmm. so dry and so puffy. And I went to yoga and I was like, my body feels like it used to feel after a big drinking weekend, but I didn't drink. I just yeah. flew and I cried a lot and I, uh, you know, I flew back from California yesterday and on a red eye. And so that was yesterday. Oh my God. I know it's all blended yeah. together. Yeah. So yeah, I am depressed. Do I want to talk about this? Hmm. Hmm. I think you should, I actually like, you know, maybe we talk about this for the episode. I don't want to do a super long episode. I do want to talk about this though. Cause I think this is really important. It's also, if you look at the yeah. last like five posts between you and I, yeah, it's the same stuff. It's the same stuff, and um, and it's interesting, and it's yeah, where you are at. Few, I have a few key things that I want to like pull out of it. So, yeah, so this is the deal. So I, um, I had this thing happen. I met a guy online um, and I haven't been doing that at all, um, Mm -hmm. the online thing, but I I went on and I met a guy pretty quickly, like right away actually. And I had, and and it was really fun. It felt like this really cool, fun connection and pretty fast um, in that like usually I'm, I'm kind of dragging myself to communicate. Like, oh, I should just like try and go back and forth. And this immediately was like, oh, this, no, I want to talk to this guy. And so we had this really fun back and forth. We were going to get together right away, but then we couldn't. And then the week went on. So I was away in California and as the week went on, um, we continued to talk and, um, we talked on the phone a couple times and, um, we, I started to sense this sort of, so he, he told me he, that he had like Googled me. So he looked me up. Um, 
so he knew about my my you know my story which we you and I have a thing about that like it's always so weird when people can look you up and he told me he didn't go very far into like he read my about page on my site and then realized that that must be hard for me so he didn't read anymore which I appreciated um but you know fast forward and the last couple of days I was in California I sensed this like I don't know energy shift um, which is the thing. Can we just stop for that for one second? That's a thing. It's a thing. It is not made up in your head. It is actually a thing. But also, I want to kind of on the other side of that as well. Um, I think you use you pointed this out to me when the whole like Peter thing was happening, which was that because I was like, I've done, I've said nothing to actually convey the level of insanity that's happening inside of my head. I've been very cool with this guy. Um, And you said, honey, it doesn't matter because he can feel your energy. So Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if your energy shifted um, Mm -hmm. before his did. Did you flip over into fuck before he flipped out like do you know what I mean did you yeah. go first or did he go first no he I I don't know who went first okay. it's hard to it's hard to tell I can't mm-hmm. figure out but I um you know th- those two things on that with either way it's it's the yes the flip did happen for me and it's not like an outward fuck like you know like you said it's not like I didn't start saying things or um I went from feeling like, oh, we're on the same page, like this is cool and it's fun, to mm, this is this feels different. Yeah, and it's it's kind of subtle, and you know, I have, um, but it's real, and I've, I've, it's real, it's real. So I I chilled out too, and I was busy, you know, like I was doing stuff there, um, but I noticed that you know, like I started to check in. It goes, this is the flip, okay? It goes from, I stop, at some point, I stop looking at what I like about him or thinking about what I like about him or whatever and just start worrying about what he's doing. Like, I leave myself completely and I go, like, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening with him? It's just like... Very Doesn't even cl- matter if you like him. No, no. It's whether it's, he is still interested in you, and all of a sudden, it's on. I get it's a spiral down into what did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? Right. And so you know, but but all that said, like we we hadn't even met yet, but we we had in a very short amount of time like talks and made a few different plans and talked on the phone and texted a bunch, and you can kind of get a feel for someone very quickly, right? So. The day before I was about to come home, which we had plans the following day, I was like, okay, I feel weird. I, I haven't, you know, I haven't heard from him, um, but we have plans tomorrow and that feels weird. So I reached out and was like, hey, what's, what's up? And I get this sort of, you know, just like Cold tepid fish. response. Like, yeah, like Dead I'm going to give you the answer, Limp but fish. I'm going to give you the answer, but that's it. And then he added in a couple other like pieces of information that were kind of unnecessary, like telling me about the plans he had before we had plans, which is unnecessary for me to know. Well, and you know, who says that if they're actually, they, they want to hang out with you, 
really you have plans before now it's just like okay that doesn't happen if if you're if you're into it so i did a thing that i've never really done before and i was like i'm going to bow out of this right now before you know cuz i already feel like i'm compromised i already feel like i'm um scrapping for scraps you know so you I'm already gonna, feel and not only that but how do you feel like how does your heart feel yeah it just doesn't it this doesn't this feels off it just didn't feel good it didn't feel good and so i went you know i did a thing that i've never done before and i just said that i said hey this doesn't feel good to me and i don't do things that don't feel good and i'm going to bow out and that was it and did he say know, anything but like what did he do you respond he didn't respond at all Mm-mm. Oh, so your intuition was like, um, on, you know, well, yeah, I mean, clearly, yeah. um, which yeah. as you, as if that was, you know, like as if you needed more than that. Um, right. but it's, but right. it's just kind of goes to show this thing. And so, um, yeah, so that double hurts, you know, because it's like, uh, yeah, my intuition was totally on, but then it's like, what, what the fuck happened? You know, like, what did I do? What it is a, what did I do? But it's also like, I mean, my thing is like, you're, why did I get rejected? You know, like at what mm. point did this switch? And so, you know, I like, can we stop there? Mm-hmm. Because I, I know this, this is like your, you know, this is the, the screenplay of, or not the screenplay. This is the, the, the like film of my experiences, especially in the last year. And I've talked a lot about that, but also I always have to say, Oh, but I've done that too. I've done that a lot. I've met guys that I initially, because it's a picture or whatever, it's a small encounter. And and then you're like, yeah. And then there's just something along the way where it's either another person comes along that you're more interested in, yep. or it's like the, it's just not doing it for you. I mean, I, when I was, when I was in Italy this summer, this one guy and I were planning on meeting and then, and, and, and he said something, remember I said, it was just, it was one guy I'd been talking to and then he didn't know. He said he didn't know how to what to do when it was didn't involve drinking, you know, and and which mm-hmm. is a, it's a that's a very like Italian thing, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like what you you know, and so I said, can I bail on a guy that doesn't know what to do, you know, yeah. like and um, and yeah. then I just we had plans to meet that night at seven. I mean, I oh my god, I feel like you know, I feel like. Um, lightning's going to strike me dead right now because of how much I've talked about being stood up, but I just never responded to him. And then he, like, for a couple days, he's like, hello? And and that's, like, oh. the worst of it, you know? Oh. Well, <laughs> yeah. you gave me permission. I said, can I bail on this dude? And, I know. Um, I stand by it, too. And then, um, but I've but I've done that in different degrees of, like, you know, you know what I mean? I'll just... Uh, I don't feel this. I don't feel this or whatever. Um, things change for as many reasons as you can imagine, mostly just because there's the chemistry is not there for you. There's something that's not there. It's either there or it's not there. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, God. I've done it to so many people. Like, yeah. So many. I mean, remember what I did to, to G? Yes. He's. I was going to say, he's probably listening right was, now. He's probably writing worse. you another letter and saying, I will never <laughs> do what this man did to you. Laura, you know, I know, I know. So, and he, and I, that was even worse because I had slept with that guy, at, you know, G and I had 
gone out on like I hadn't even met this guy and I still it, you know I bl- I've blown hot and cold very quickly yes um yes yes so and, but you, when and why it, but when when you blew cold on on that guy the one that we're talking about um mm-hmm. uh it happened because his energy turned a bit needy is that right uh, a lot, yeah. There you go, uh, and and outwardly, there, and but also it happened, but inwardly, it happened like a and a fraction. Something was wrong. He wanted more. It was too much, and you, you know, kind of jammed. And you, you know, you had sex with him after it had already started to turn, which just made it even worse. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but what I'm saying is that there is there like it's kind of this, you know the same thing right like he showed that energy that wasn't he didn't say anything specific it was just this shift that you felt and you wanted away from it um which and and oftentimes i found myself going after this the like like hello justin like the same like the way that he it was with like you know what i mean he i'm chasing him because he doesn't want me he's chasing a girl because she doesn't want him that girl's probably chasing a guy that doesn't want her and on and on and on and on and on um do you know what i'm saying i totally yeah 100 okay. percent. the 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 thing and and you know what the, what happened was exactly what needed to happen i mean exactly you know right. i wish you could see my face as you were saying that i'm like all scrunched up like like i could just spit because it's the worst thing i could imagine happening again you know it's like it's so easy what? to see that it's not personal when you're doing it to someone else but when yes. when it's happening to you it feels like the it it's like I'm the girl that I don't want to be. I'm the 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 one that's getting spit. I it's so personal. It cannot feel more personal. But may I say a thing or two about that? Yeah, I think the important thing to remember is that it's it that's you. It has nothing to do with that guy, right? Like that's right. You. No, I know. So let me. So let me. But, uh, so, but hold on. But hold on. But also, like, I like. There is this thing where it has to like, it has to actually hurt that bad. Like it has yeah. to hurt that bad. I've talked about this time and time and time again that I've been rejected. That has happened like in in like striking secession, like so much that it doesn't feel as bad or even cl- it feels pretty okay actually mm-hmm. when it happens. And how often has it happened? You know. To me, yeah, it happens. But yeah, how I mean, frequently? Well, it doesn't matter how frequently it's happened. I mean, I, I, my, what I was getting to is it had when I, and I said what had to happen is what happened is because it, it did have to hurt that bad. You know, it has, it had to. I. All the circumstances came together so that I was like, because if I would have been home, I probably wouldn't have done that. You know, I had like these other women around me that were like, I was actually asking for their feedback. What <laughs> I was you wouldn't have done what? I would have just gone with it. I totally yeah. would have still met up with him. Yeah, and the insanity around you. I would have. <laughs> I would have like just put myself in to get 
you know, I would have scrapped. And then I, you know, who knows if I would have met him, what would have happened? And maybe it would have, who the fuck knows? But I did a thing that I'd never done before because I was in the situation I was. And, and I didn't go back on it because I was in a situation I was in and I had to sit there and like I was in a house with these other women who know my shit and I had to kind of sit there. I didn't have to, but I chose to sit there and let myself be seen in that state and to cry, which I don't, you know, I don't do that. Like I, I don't just sit there with it. I don't, I would have, if I was home, I would have run. I would have found someone else to hang out with. I would have done something else, you know, and I, and I, I chose to sit there and it sucked. It sucked so bad. And, uh, you know, I, through that though, I realized, you know, what was actually happening and that it has like 2% to do with this dude, if that, and, you know, 98% to do with everything that's happened before and my own stuff. And so, it's, but God, it's like, um, it did, it had to hurt that bad. And, you know, some of the people, I'm still kind of in it, you know, I'm not like, I get all the lessons and I fully digest them and I'm all spiritual about it, but mm. I'm still in it. But a couple of the pieces that are, that I've pulled out that are different are, um, I, because someone in the house asked me, like, what are the, what's the pattern, okay, with, with the guys that you've been with or been attracted to? Like, look for the pattern, guys you've been uh, in relationship with. And there are a few things. I pick guys that are um, emotionally, I perceive them as being unavailable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's usually subconsciously, but, um, but they are always. Mm-hmm. I pick guys who are sometimes not just emotionally unavailable, but actually unavailable, you know, with other people. And this is less, no, it still goes even in sobriety. It was way more in drinking, but it still goes in sobriety. I pick people who are... Or just coming off of being with somebody else. Coming Maybe. off of being, <laughs> so which makes them unavailable. Yes. I pick people that have troubling relationships with alcohol. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is... a total through line and I pick people who are have never been married and have no kids mm-hmm. and and are, that, and are 40 and are 40 I didn't think that that was like that interesting or or a thing but it was pointed out to me that that is a thing like that doesn't always but oftentimes it says something about someone you know like this guy was like I'm 38 and I, you know, I was like, so what's the deal? You know, what's the catch? She's like, I'm just too picky. And right. Can I interject? Cause I'm 38 and I've never been married or had kids. And I, you know, I don't think that there's like something to be written off about that class. of no, people. It takes some of us longer to grow up. Right. But this to me, after talking to him, it's, it, I don't, it wasn't a, a matter of like, yeah, I totally get that. And you and a couple of my other best friends, same deal. But you're not in that boat, you know? You're not in that. It's not for the exactly. same reason. 
you've done, you're doing work. Like right. men that I am talking about haven't done shit for work on right. themselves. Right. So I, I, you know, I was able to like pull apart some of the patterns and, you know, see why I do that. And then, you know, I, I, uh, I can also see like that it's me, you know, that I'm actually the one who's unavailable. I'm actually the one who, um, you know, I say I want certain things, but that's not what I go for. (laughs) I go for the things that are going to fucking hurt me again, exactly the same way. Um, so it's like, I just have those little bits of knowledge. I don't, I'm like nowhere near just processing it. And, you know, of course I have in my mind, I'm like, what if this dude's listening right now? But the, the point is like, I do realize it has nothing to do with him, you know, and it had nothing to do with, I mean, just think in the short time I've known you, there's been, I'm thinking uh, of like the, the Chody one. Yeah. Like, remember? <laughs> yeah. And I thought I was going to die. I thought remember? you were going to die. But you know, it's so interesting because also, you know, uh, oh man, I just had some brilliant flash of insight. Um, it left because you have Kundalini brain. Mm, well, fuck. Um, oh no, what I was going to say is it's not just, I mean, I wish it would be so simple if this is just intellectual, you might intellectually know what you want, but also like your emotional body is tied up in actually recreating the, the exact thing that's your worst nightmare, but also because you think it's what you deserve, you know, you yeah. find men that reject you and kind of replay this, you know, the same scene. I, um, I mean, I expect, I expect, I expect, you know, which is why I think right now I'm working so much on, um, on shifting what I, like working, you know, as much as I possibly can with changing what I expect, because what I expect is to be let down. I expect Mm -hmm. to be cut out, left out, Mm -hmm. you know, my, um, one of my ex-boyfriends, um, on my birthday, like sent me a Facebook message and I so happened to, you know, and one that I've been in contact with and who's, you know, he's done some nice things for me. And I, I, on my birthday, like normally it's a text message and I didn't get a text message and I was, and I noticed it. And then I went on to my Facebook page and, or not into my Facebook page. Like it was like weeks later I was in my Facebook and I saw a message from him and it was on my birthday at the same time, 5 a.m. It's like my normal, you know, I'm, I'm assuming it's the calendar reminder he's had for the last, you know, seven years mm-hmm. and said, you know, happy birthday. And I stumble onto his Facebook page and he's like blocked me to mm-hmm. like from seeing every, like I'm still friends with him, but he's blocked me from access to every single thing on his page, including who his other friends are, that kind of stuff. And um, mm-hmm. it was just so like, I, I expect, but that's what I, it was right. not a shock though it hurt because it is what I expect how I expect to be treated um as deeply unimportant discard you know to just out kept out like like police police line don't cross you know you're you're too crazy too fucked up too explosive too you're not good enough to be over here um Mm -hmm. and so I just it's funny because this follow-through thing you know, it's like such a, we spend so much time in that like black and white or not in that gray area of, is this, is he not, is he not inter- you know, like, and, and I'm not mm-hmm. talking about that stupid thing that girl put on my fucking thing yesterday, which said, read, he's not that into you. 
don't read he's not that into you. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Anyway. But this but this um but there is this thing where I've like dabbled in this gray area for so long in this dance of, you know, like this guy Dario that I dated in Italy this last summer. It was like, you know, I was this one night it was like so telling because at around 11 p.m. he's like, where are you? And he was not far away. And I was like, oh, I'm over here walking. And then I went to this one arch and then he's like, where are you right now? And I said and I sent him a, a pin and then he's like, OK, I'm on my way. And like you know, 20 minutes later, he's like, where are you? And I said, oh, and inst- but instead of doing that thing, I had this moment. It was like one of those moments, like, like oh. where like the light shined down from the heavens around me because I, my normal thing would be to start, just stay there and wait, you know, and like, just yeah. kind of like hope that this is, you know, continue. And then I said, where, and I said, I'm not here anymore. And I was like, and, and you're, and I said, and I'm not waiting anymore. And it was just this moment where instead of turning towards him and making myself available, I just was like, I am not available for this fucking bullshit. So anyway, the point of it all being that I had a psych, a call with my psychic Leon and, um, he and I were talking about like how I'd been through like, you know, and his, he's amazing. Everyone has to have a, you know, a good psychic. Right. And, um, and Leon is like telling me like what he sees. Cause I, you know, I ask about, you know, partnering and love or whatever. And he's like, you know, in his mind, he sees all of these men that just aren't interested, you know? And he's like, just like, they're not there. They're not emotionally mature enough. They're not available. They're just players. Like they're just mm-hmm. not, they're not, there's no substance. And, and he's like, and like, you have to go through enough with them because you're terrified of having these experiences with them. And then he's like, but I'm telling you, the the one that actually matters, you aren't going to worry whether or not he's going to, to communicate. He's, right. You're not worried about that. That's just not even a thing. He, he will not make you wonder. And, um, you know... I and that's a bottom line for me, right? Like that's now a bottom line for me. Like I wrote that fucking list of criteria out for what I'm going to accept and what I'm not going to accept. And I don't care if that's how men are or whatever, right? Because that's not like you can't blanket put that on anything and also my standards now require that I have somebody that I'm not sitting there wondering if he's less interested in me. Like any guy that like, I, cause I can't do that. I just can't do that. I cannot right. do that. That's not how I'm, I'm made anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's a shift in everything, right? It's like a shift in what you expect and it's, it's and which creates a total shift in what you call in. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's, this is like where I, I mean, we've talked about, I've now talked about man stuff for the past, you know, maybe three out of the four episodes that we've done <laughs> conversations with you and me. And I keep thinking I got to a point where I get it, but you know, the, the, it's very much like drinking or getting sober. It's like, you have to go all the way in and touch the center of it. And be willing to actually look at the center of it and to to deal with that. It's like there's no um, short. There's no shortcut. There's no third door. And I, 
you know, I don't want to accept that. Like a big part of me is fucking pissed and doesn't want to accept that. Like really I get, I have to do all the work here too. Like I have to, I'm tired of fucking self-investigation and honestly like struggling against this, you know, that was a big thing that came up too is looking like dealing with anger. Like I, you don't get mad. I don't get mad and I have always equated getting mad like that getting mad was not an option for me as a kid getting mad would have it gotten me nowhere but it would also be dangerous like I couldn't get mad I I equated it with just completely being annihilated because I probably would have like not I wouldn't have been killed but I would have I, I it was shut down before whatever that happened, whether I was fucking six months or a year or two years or whatever. I never saw getting mad as an option because it didn't get me what I wanted, you know? And, and then I just got weaker and weaker. And so I turn it inward. What do you I turn mean it all, didn't get you what you wanted? I don't get that. Like, I think that if, I think some people, um, either because they have the constitution where they just can't help but get angry and it goes out you know, it goes, it gets expressed out or they are able through some kind of interaction to see that if they get angry and they fight outwardly for what they want, they get it. Um, neither of those things was true for me. I didn't like, I feel like I just had this really scared inside, um, from a very, very, very early age with my dad. And I would never, I mean, getting mad at him wasn't going to work. He would have just overpowered that anger, you know, and his, his anger was so big and his like force was so big that there was no room for that, you know? Mm. And so I, I turned it all inward, you know, I go in with it and it turns into shame. And even through you know, really fucking shitty situations with men. I never got angry. You know, I, I just never did. Um, I still, I still don't. I get, I don't get angry with anyone. Like it ta- has taken me a while. I mean, you do get I, angry. Yeah, I. But that, that's you have to understand. Like that's new. I know. Like it is. me, me getting angry with you is was very new and and scary. Like it was, but I, but it's like I you know, reach the point where I, I couldn't not do it. So it's very new for me. And, you know, in this situation, a, probably an appropriate instinct would have been to get mad, <laughs> not, <laughs> you know, not do the other thing. And What's that the was other thing? not to do, go into shame and sadness and like turn it in on myself. Like, what did I do? And yeah. try to get try to manipulate or bargain or, you know, not outwardly like with this guy, like I wasn't like chasing him or anything, but, um, I never, I just never let myself get angry. It, it didn't. I, and, and that's something that I, that has come up out of this. Like I need to figure that out and I need to let myself get angry. Even if I'm getting angry about shit that happened when I was a kid. Um, I never did that. I never thought I had the right to be angry. I never thought it would do anything. And if anything else, I thought it would just push what I wanted further away. Yeah. So that's a big piece for me too. You know, it's a huge piece for me. And I've, I think the thing with this is I feel so strong in 
every other area of my life, you know, and then I, it comes to this and I just, it's like a complete disparity between this and, and everything else. And so I feel, I get really ashamed of that and I get really, um, I, I feel like I have made no progress at all on any level. Right. But, but you have, I mean, I know you feel that way, but from, from an outsider that's, you know, close to the, the, the story and the, the, the thing it's, um, that's not true. I mean, that's just not even true. It's not even close to true. I mean, you yourself said at the beginning, you'd never done what you just did. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it's been for me, it's, um, it's the most important work I've ever done in my life. This is the most important work I've ever done in my life. And it's actually where I have the most to write about these days. Mm -hmm. Um, The most unpublished blogs I have are, are finding, are making sense of this. Um, And, and we downplay it because it's like, so we, we really like give, you know, figuring out relationships a, bad rap we really like make it seem well, it's so frivolous ugh. or it's so frivolous and it's like I don't want to be the girl that cares about that so you know right. I don't want to be that girl exactly at all. but also so it's like to, rejecting it completely which we know doesn't work but it's right it's like the 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 whole entire part of it is to like actually like own this is where I'm at and this is what I'm going through and it's not embarrassing or shameful that you know, it, it doesn't like we associate it with like just this like spinster that can't get it right and keeps going out with the wrong man and is forever, you know, mm-hmm. like the tragic whatever it is that we have like labeled and, and you know, and, and made shameful. It's it's a real true thing. And it's it's really important work. And it's not work that just ends because, you know, with a Prince Charming, like, I mean, this is like, <laughs> I mean, my sister and I were at Disneyland and there's this ride where you're on a boat and, um, you, you know, it takes you through this small little tour of, um, of all the fairy tales and they're all, Mm -hmm. all the fairy tales end with Prince Charming on a horse. And there's this one part and the woman goes, uh, is talking about Cinderella and she goes, which just goes to show you girl that a good pair of shoes can get you a good man. And we, my God, right. We sold ourselves on this (laughs) idea, right. That, that a woman needs a man to complete her. And, and there's so much history and other stuff that goes up against like what, you know, what we say of women that are still single or what, you know what I mean? Like there, there are a lot of people, not a, they're not a lot, but they're, it's a group of people that have a really big, uh, the, a huge assumption around them. Um, mm-hmm. and what's wrong with that. I mean, it just almost it, like my, my, my friends, um, my friend's husband one time and I, we were, like years ago, we were sitting there and, um, you know, and I've always been the terminally single one. And this is when it was so affecting my, um, this is, you know, probably eight years ago. And this is when it was so affecting my self-worth because I, mm. I should be the one showing up to the weddings without a man or whatever. And, um, he said, let's, he's like, Holly, you and I both know it. And he's like, you're selfish, fucking selfish. And like, as in why I will never have a partner. And I mean, it is, it's, it's like, it, it is this thing that. Why was he saying that? Was that, I don't get that. He's a dick. Oh, okay. I was like, because was he- men, because, 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 because they're, mu- because in his mind, 
there must be something wrong, wrong. with you if you like t- they you know they had they had two kids and a home and like there were it was sealed up young you know um it just that was it that's the way it is that's what you do that's like that is what you do and so because this is a very somewhat new trend single women women that go into their 40s still independent still you know what i mean or whatever for whatever reasons there still is you know i mean mm-hmm. this where the scourge of 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 you know family values in america and all this fucking shit so there's all this stuff and then it's it's deemed as frivolous and so there's all this other outside stuff on top of the own personal stuff that you're doing with it so it's not like alcohol because it's accepted much more greatly accepted that having a problem with alcohol is something that you need to work on in a serious problem. And, you know, and this is more just like, mm. oh, you're having trouble on the date nap again, you know, instead of this is no. my big work. Yeah, no, in that way, it's not like getting sober. And it's, it's like getting sober in the way that you can't do it unless you're willing to go through the, the sort. You know, you have to, if you actually want to recover, you have to go to the center <clears throat> of what, of the causes and conditions, you know? So yeah, no, it's very, it's a good point. It is actually more shameful in ways for me to talk about this than it is about my drinking. Um, and it's more, for some reason, this came up this weekend too. I have always been ashamed of this, of having feelings for guys of, I don't, I'm not ashamed of sexuality anymore, but I used to be. I've always been ashamed like squirmy about it always since I can remember even as a little girl I was never the one that was like outwardly boy crazy like no way that was just I'm, no I was outwardly boy crazy but I was still ashamed of it you know yeah I, think I mean it, I just think it's I think it's um you know but a lot of people so a lot of people don't feel that shame about having feelings for men and I mean and letting it like at your core, just feeling like it's, ugh, you know. Well, I mean, we could go on and on, but like you know, I mean, you and I are both. We both identified ourselves as anxious attached, you know, and and there's mm-hmm. its own that that has its own vibration to it. Um, well, and our we have our dads have different stories, but similar. We we had similar dynamics, right? Yeah, we were. So yeah, no, I mean, but there's still like. I, you know, and I don't know what other people feel. I really don't when it comes to all this. I, and I, well, and I think I just, a lot of, oh, okay, yes. I say that because I, in talking this weekend, I realized that not uh, everyone doesn't feel that way about it that I, you know, about that I do. And I, so it's worth pointing out to me because it's like, oh, <laughs> some people don't feel that way. You know, they don't, they're not like totally ashamed of being, of this it's like a thing that is just part of their life or whatever that is not I mean I'll go to great lengths to not to not look at this at all and to not talk about it and it's like I find it totally humiliating I I think um yeah I mean the last the last thing I would say is like It is, um, I don't know, it's, it's, 
almost funny like watching it now because what I thought about this morning was you saying to me about Chody guy, you know, however long ago, like you're, you're going to laugh about this someday. And at that moment, like I really didn't believe it was true. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like, no, I won't. And I thought about that this morning. I'm like, I will be laughing about this before too long too. But then I thought like, I don't just want to be laughing about it because I'm you know, there's someone else that is doing, filling that space. I want to be like looking at it and compassionately laughing about it because it's not where I am anymore. You know, it's like, it's like that point where I just don't, I don't, um, I'm motivated. (laughs) I'm highly motivated. Well, it's just like that a couple of years ago in Rome when I was just you know, pining over Justin and I said something like, I don't want to look back at this period of my life, Mm. um, you know, and, and thought I, and waste this time where I'm not in within the complexities of a relationship. Um, and think that all I was doing was pining after someone that was unavailable, right? Like we want to make the best use of our time and, um, and and the and then the other side of it is it's you know i mean this is like what is that the way that that goes like here's a story you know guy goes out gets a salad you know has a glass of water um gets a cab home um you know gets in bed by 9 and um like no good story you know oh like no good story I'm like where are you going with this whatever it is i don't, I don't know, know how much i've story. messed it up but like no good story you know starts that way that way or ends that way. no you know nobody nothing ever good comes of just good old wholesome salad eaten in bed you know you know and so it's like so the it's it might be painful as fuck you know but also it's um it's a good story and it's the story of you you know and yeah. and it's like every little bit that we go through no matter how embarrassing it feels or as frivolous or whatever it could possibly feel like it's the it's the story of you it's your yeah. great story of how you came to find yourself and anything that takes you to where you're going is an important piece of that. And so I think this is, these are important and I will never, you know, the best part of my, you know, mid to late thirties will be, you know, sharing these stories of these guys with you. It's been, it's like, it's so, it's so fun and it's important and it's tragic and hard and, but it's such a, like the best, like the best writing I ever do comes from this stuff because that's true for sure for sure I totally agree with that for you I love everything you write when you go to this place yeah because it's where the it's you know like I think a lot of my drinking was to cover up this stuff Mm -hmm. and to not touch this stuff and I'm and I'm and I'm you know like the closer I get to it the more it just like, I mean, and the wisdom that comes from these encounters, it's, it means more, it means more than just having, you know, it just means a lot. A lot of stuff comes from this. So it's good. I mean, it's, you know, you've, you're, this wasn't your first rodeo this weekend, you know, and this won't be your last. And, and that's good. That's good news. Yeah. Meadow, I mean, Meadow said something to me that I have been um, thinking about and, it was actually two things. She's like, it's okay to want that this. It's okay to want a 
to be in love, to be loved and to be in love and to have a relationship like, A, it's okay to want that, which is hard for me to accept. And then two, like that, that's a holy part of you. It's not like a lesser part of you that wants that. It's a, it's a really holy part of you. And for me to look at it that way is a really big shift. It's huge shift. It's not, it puts it in a whole different place, you know? Yeah. Like, not only is it okay, but it's actually holy. Yeah, it is. Mm. I love that. I do. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know it feels, it does, it makes, nothing can make us, I mean, here's the thing, too. Nothing can make us feel more immature than this. I mean, I the post I wrote this Friday was about how I, you know, I mean, just like these parts of me that just will, they will, they will leave, right? They, like I'm sitting there and I'm this grown woman and then, <laughs> then, you know, and then there I am literally, you know, in front of, you know, all the commuters on the BART train on a Monday morning, flipping off and taking a picture of my middle finger and then editing it and sending it to <laughs> Justin and saying, fuck you. I mean, it's like a total, like, it's a departure. And then, like, you know, and then, like, this, like, thing with Francesco, like, where he's, you know, I'm, like, I'm sitting there and I'm planning, you know, grown-ass woman can afford my trip to Rome and, you know, created a life where I, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then totally. And then there I am. And I'm just, like, you know, getting a thumbs-up emoji and feeling, like, and, and, like, and, like, saying, can I stay with you? Can I stay at your apartment? When I know deep down underneath it, it's just, like, hey, I'm coming in May this week, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Hey, I'm here. Like, do you want to, you know? And so it's, um, it's really hard because you have to, like, you're going through this and the parts of you, uh, you know, you're, we're sitting here having these really intellectual and, and like these like big, beautiful conversations. And we know such things, we know big things. Mm -hmm. And then there are parts of us that depart and go into this little girl mode. That's still a part of us. Like that's saying something. It's mm -hmm. a wounded part of us. that's saying I'm here and, and this is how I want to act. And, and this hurts and whatnot. And it's so hard to to it because it makes all of you feel like you're just a child because um, yeah, this part totally. of you is still it, she's not OK. She's got some stuff and she keeps on trying to say like, hey, over here, we're wounded. You know, we're down. Can yeah. you? So I don't know. And we keep and we keep saying and I keep, yeah. keep rejecting her. Like, I know. Ugh. Like, no. go away, you fucked up thing, you know, instead mm -hmm. of saying like, what do, what what do I need to know? Like, how can I make you feel better? What can we do? So right. it's just, I mean, it's like, it'll be, I'm, you know, I'm glad I'm, I mean, I'm, I want a partner, but I'm so grateful for this part of my life. I will never get over this work. <laughs> I won't. I love it. I love I'm every last little bit of grateful it. grateful today. I know. But, but I know you, what you mean. But, you, but somewhere in you, you are, and also you will become more and more and more, just like you've already become more and more I and know. more. Just like you could never have imagined saying this is this is a gift, not drinking, not having this problem with alcohol is a gift. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> and then you're like, you know, and looking yeah. at all these other normal people who can somehow drink and you're like, fuck them, you know, but the truth is you have a secret and you have a superpower because mm -hmm. you're not one of them, you right. know? So. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, um, you know, the other last piece is like there, there is this part of me that was that felt, and, and it's probably true. I mean, I don't know for sure, but based on certain comments and just sort of how our conversations went with this guy, 
that he didn't really want to be with someone who was sober and didn't want to be with someone who was a mom either. Yes. And whether or not that's true doesn't really matter, but that's, those are like two of the best parts about me, you know, and that I would just be like, it doesn't matter if that's how it, for, there's two pieces. One is it's a deep fear of mine to, that someone would feel that way. You know, it, it, it makes me sad. Um, and two, it's like how f- quickly, like it's the Mark Manson thing. Like, why would I actually even give a, a second to someone who didn't want those things? You know, like that's, actually crazy <laughs> like like why would i it's so but bizarre intellectual that's intellectual yeah. right that's right. like the thing you can see like right why but that's not what's ruling this at all like your right. intellect does not rule your relationships with men well i know i know but it's like no i'm not i'm not telling you i'm stating it because it's it's a really hard thing to like reconcile right like it's very. so hard because you see it so clearly but that's not what you feel and that's not what you do nope and it's yeah so that's that's that well, this is one hell of an intro. Now, what's the show about? <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What? I, think, I think this is the show. <laughs> I know. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> we had an hour long intro and a five minute show. <laughs> um, all right. So this uh, Saturday and Sunday, Saturday, March 25th, Sunday, March 26th, um, Saturday in New York City and Sunday in Boston, Laura and I have workshops, uh, two four hour workshops. One in each. Um, I don't know why I can't say this without it being so complicated. We're hosting workshops Saturday this and Sunday weekend. this weekend on the East Coast. Um, and there's a few spots left um, at each. And so we would love to have you guys there. Um, we have a really like jam-packed four mm-hmm. hours. We're going to do some really um, some good work, some really deep good work um, together. Okay. Um, on how we deal with uh, how we use our brokenness to our greatest advantage. So uh, the details are on my website, hipsobriety.com and Laura's website. Um, so if you want to join us, please, please do. We like really want to see you guys. I'm excited for all of you that have signed up and already emailed that we're going to get to meet you. Um, I love I doing that. I know. I love doing the in-person stuff. It's really special. So there's that. And um, take a minute. Go rate us on iTunes. A, um, a, a, uh, please take a moment and go and give us a rating on iTunes. It helps us out. Um, if you get any benefit from this show, this will help others find it. Um, and it helps Laura and I, um, tremendously. Um, and then while you're at it, we're about to release some new designs of our t-shirts. We're cutting out a lot of the stuff we, we have on the store right now. Um, and so if you want some vintage gear, soon to be vintage gear I did I went on last week and I bought like four other things just before it goes away um, go to home podcast I, I need to do that too I know go to homepodcast.org um, we're getting rid of socks we're getting rid of sweatshirts we're getting rid of um, and sorry Laura, we're getting rid of tank tops they didn't sell um, we're just gonna do five t-shirts on our store just to keep it simple um, and we're redesigning each and every one of them and so we're taking our five top sellers turning them into t-shirts having different designs for each and 
and um, and also I think we're doing away with men's stuff. Um, we're doing unisex. Sorry, I know we're doing unisex. Yeah. Um, and so if you want some of the existing product that's out there, which will never be available again, um, go to homepodcast.org, click on the store. It'll be up for another couple of weeks. And then we move into um, some fresh gear that's um, and on a prettier store. And um, that's not so schizophrenic and um, <laughs> like <It's> wild. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Love it. All right. I love you guys. Also, I love you, men. Thank you, men, for listening to our show. Yeah. Me too. Yes. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Infinitely so.